0: More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look,
1: up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P, 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 Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Serious trouble is brewing at the Daily Planet. Trouble that has Clark Kent gravely worried as editor Perry White fails to keep an appointment with his staff.
2: Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, did you know Kellogg's Pep is a wizard at magic? Yes, sir, Pep the Sunshine Cereal has a magic touch that can transform breakfast into a wizard of a meal. And no sleight of hand needed, because any way you look at it, Pep is a slick trick. Just pour out a serving of those crisp light flakes of whole wheat, top with cool milk and sugar, and get set to enjoy yourself. Pep is tender and crisp, or at the same time, crunchy and delicate as can be. Pep is full of light sunshine flavor, a come-on flavor that keeps your spoon coming right back for more. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep sure has the wonderful magic touch that puts breakfast on the beam every time. And Pep boosts your quota of nutrition, too. Gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. So you're on the right track if you polish off every tender crisp flake in your bowl. And say, gang, here's another angle. Nowadays, the cereal grains, like the whole wheat and Kellogg's Pep, are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So it's not a good idea to waste cereal. Eat up every bit that you pour into your dish. That's a cinch, isn't it? Just be sure to eat all your pep.
1: Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. When John Grayson, millionaire publisher of the Daily Planet, appointed a stranger named Homer Smith to direct the policies of the paper, Smith's first move was to order Editor Perry White to withdraw the planet's support from the World Peace Federation and to attack it instead. Shocked, White, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Osu wanted to resign, but were persuaded not to by Clark Kent who said that Grayson was being coerced by some mysterious fear. When a clause was discovered in White's contract, giving him full authority to determine the planet's editorial policy, he gleefully defied Smith. Enraged, Smith made a private phone call. And that evening, White failed to keep an appointment with Kenton and Lois. As we continue now in the dining room of the Metropolis Hotel, Jimmy has just joined Kenton and Lois.
3: Listen
0: just talked to Poco at the chief's house.
3: He hasn't heard from him either. Yeah, and Beanie says he didn't come back to the office after he left me. I called
1: the newspaper club and he isn't there either.
3: But he left word there that he could be reached here. Gosh, where do you suppose he is?
0: And imagine, Jim.
3: He, he might have been in an
0: accident, Carl. Oh, that's not likely, Lois. The police would have notified the office. But something
3: yes. must have happened to him. He wouldn't just keep us waiting here for an hour and a half and, and not even telephone. No, I know, I know.
0: Look, Jim, you you say you saw him get into a cab? Uh Uh-huh,
3: when we left his lawyer's office. Yeah. He sent me over to the vault to deposit his contract and said he'd meet me here at the
0: hotel. You got the cab in front of the balsam building? Right. What kind of a cab was it, do you remember?
3: It was a Packard, one of those privately owned hacks.
0: Oh. You remember what the driver looks like?
3: The driver? Yeah. Let's see. We're Uh, wasting time, Clark. I think we ought to get in touch with Inspector Henderson. Just a moment,
0: Lois. Do you remember what the driver looked like, Jim?
3: Yeah, Sure. He was a little red-headed guy with a turned-up nose. Oh? I remember because he reminded me of Mickey Rooney. Good boy.
0: All right, you and I'll go over there, Jim, and see Look, if we can
3: this is no time to play Detective Clark. We've got to get in touch with Inspector Henderson.
0: All right, you do that, Lois. Then call the office again and call Poco. Leave word to call you here if they hear from the chief. But I'm going to headquarters. You are not. It's just possible the chief was delayed and will turn up here, so someone has to stay.
1: Oh,
0: yes. Jim and I are going over to the Bolson building and see if we can find that taxi driver. We'll contact you later. Come on, Jim. <laughs> see the driver, huh, Jim?
3: No. Maybe he quit for the day, Mr.
0: Well, That isn't likely. The chief got in his cab around six o'clock, and drivers on duty then usually work through the night. Oh.
3: But why do you think the driver will come back to the balsam building?
0: Because you said his cab was parked waiting for a fare when you saw it. There's a hack sign at the curb there, so chances are this particular driver used this stand.
3: Oh, that's right.
0: I didn't notice the sign. Uh Uh-oh. Cab just pulled in there. Come on, Jim. Where?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, but that isn't the driver, Mr. I told you he was a little red-headed guy. I know, but this fellow
0: might know something about it. Oh, uh, pardon me, buddy. Get him, Mac. Get him. Where do you want to go? Oh, we don't want to go anyplace. We just like some information, if you don't mind. Uh, you... Can you beat it? Get a third guy in five minutes wanting information. Huh? One guy asked where the subway is. Another one, if I can see his little dog which is lost. And a dame asked me how she can go out to visit a rampant building in Metropolis Heights without taking a cab very interesting, oh, but I... look, Mac, am I running a hack or an information bureau? That's what I want to know. Oh, oh, I see your point. Well, here. Here, maybe this will pay you for your time in answering a question or two. Oh, well, what do you know? Five bucks. Hey, you a right, Joe, Mac. Fire away. What do you want to know? Ask me anything. We're looking for a cab driver who was parked here a couple of hours ago at just about six o'clock. He drove an independently-owned Packard cab. Yeah,
3: he's a little red-headed guy with a turned-up nose. It looks kind of like Mickey Rooney.
0: I don't know hacky... No hacky that looks like Mickey Rooney. You don't? Yeah. I don't hardly know any hackies. I just got separated from the Army, see? This is my first day driving a hacky. Oh, sure. I see. Did you happen to be parked here around 6 this evening? 6 o'clock? Mm-hmm. No, no. I was taking a fare over to Marshall Square about that time. (laughs) Wacky old potty. Let me tell you about him. I'm sorry, but we're in a hurry. Thanks very much, though. For nothing. You're welcome, Mac. Come again anytime. Well, that was a
3: washout. What do we do now, Mr. Kent? Keep waiting around to see if our driver shows up?
0: No, I don't think so. Jim, we've been here an hour already. Anyway, I've just thought of a surer way of locating him. Oh, how? I'll show you if necessary, after we've talked to Lois. She might have heard from the chief by now. Gosh, I hope so. I'm getting awful worried. All right, come on. There's a drugstore on the corner. I'll call her from there. (laughs) Hello, Clark. Any luck? Not yet, Lois. How about you? Not a thing. Uh-oh. I called
1: the office again and Mr. White's house and the newspaper club and his lawyer and every place else
0: I could think of, but it, it's no soap. Oh.
1: Now, I'm really getting scared, Clark. Here it is almost three hours since he was supposed
0: to meet us, and then... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy, Lois. Did you call Inspector Henderson? Yes,
1: of course. Right after you and Jim left. Uh-huh. He said he'd do what he can, but he hasn't
0: called back yet. Well, he hasn't had much time. Now, look, Jim and I are going over to headquarters. What for? We're going to check on a hack driver at the Public Vehicle Bureau. Oh. I want you to call John Grayson, our well, publisher, I... and tell him the chief is missing. Yes, Tell him
1: I did. I've already called him. He's out of town. He is? Yes.
0: Where did he go, do you know? No, the butler didn't
1: know either, and Mrs. Grayson's out. She won't be back
3: until about 11.
0: That's odd. Grayson didn't say anything about leaving town when the chief and I saw him this morning. So what? Well, nothing, maybe. Maybe?
2: What
1: do you mean?
0: No, I'd rather not talk about it yet. Now, look, Lois, you stay at the hotel, so we... I so useless Clark, and the house detective's
2: beginning to look at me suspicious.
0: Well, show him your press card and stay there. If anything turns up, call me at the public vehicle bureau at police headquarters. Right. Have you got that?
3: Yes, I have, but, Clark, I'm terribly worried.
0: Well, frankly, so am I. I'll call you later.
3: I never knew there were so many taxi drivers in Metropolis, Mr. Kent. Oh, but I've looked at a thousand photographs.
0: Oh, hardly that many, Jim. I only showed you the ones whose description mentions red hair. Hmm. Now what? Well, we've gone through all the photographs in the police files. Well,
3: we couldn't have. We haven't found the driver we're looking for yet.
0: Either you missed him among these photographs. No, I didn't. I
3: remember what he looked like.
0: Well, then this is really beginning to look serious, Jim. What do you mean? I mean that apparently the man who drove Mr. White from the balsam building this evening was not a registered hack driver. But he must have been. He had a regular taxi. Not one of the big fleet cabs, but a privately owned one. Well,
3: sure, but It isn't hard
0: to take a limousine and paint taxi and the rate charges on the doors.
3: Huh? No, I I guess it isn't. Why should anyone want to do that? Because
0: it's an excellent way to avoid leaving a trail, that's why. Once the job is over, the paint is removed from the doors, and the driver, who isn't registered as a hacky, merely disappears. Cheapers. You
3: think somebody waited for Mr. White in a phony cab and, and then took him away someplace?
0: That's exactly what I think, Jim. But but who? I'm not sure. And why? I'm not sure of that either, but I've got an idea.
3: Yeah, what is it?
0: Well, I think... Uh-oh, it's past 11 o'clock. I've got to be going. Where? Well, there's no time to explain now. Oh, I...
3: there you go with that no time to explain stuff again.
0: Please, Jim, don't interrupt me. I want you to promise me something. What's that? I want your word that you'll go straight home in a taxi. A taxi I'll put you in, and that you'll stay home until you come to work tomorrow. But why can't I go with you? Because you can't, and that's that you're in danger enough as it is. In danger? Me? Yes, you and Lois, too, and I'm not sure who else. That's why I'm making sure Lois doesn't leave the Metropolis Hotel until I call for but her.
3: Well, I don't get it.
0: What danger are we in? Well, if I'm right, and I think I am, you're in great danger from the same people who caused Mr. White's disappearance. What? How about it, Jim? You're holding me up on something very important. Will you promise me to go right home and stay there?
3: Well,
0: if you put it that way... boy. All right, come on. I will find a cab and send you home. And then just keep your fingers crossed that my little hunch will work out.
1: Reluctantly and nervously, too. Jimmy Olsen accompanies Clark Kent from police headquarters. What hunch is Kent about to follow? We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand
0: by.
2: Say, come and get it, gang. We're all set to give you the steer on this week's pet dish of the week. And is it a rip-snorter? It's called Peach Roundup. Yes, sir, Peach Roundup, a brand-new dish with brand-new fixings for Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Now, here's how you rustle it up. Place half a peach in your breakfast bowl, cover it with your regular serving of Pep, and top with the other peach half, round-side up. Add cool milk and sugar, and there's your Peach Roundup. Just wait till your folks see the high, wide, and handsome dish you've shaped up. Why, there's bound to be a regular stampede. So dig right in pronto and get that terrific peach and pep flavor. Mm-mm. You'll say those crisp tender flakes of Kellogg's pep are mighty fine grazing. Why, pep's smooth full wheat flavor goes over big every time. Each golden toasted flake has you wanting more of the same till your bowl's clean empty. Which is the right idea, particularly nowadays when we're sending the grains to fellows and girls across the seas. So remember to eat every bit of pep you pour into your dish. Make it a habit to eat all your pep. Don't waste it. Jimmy
1: Olsen has just returned to his house. Calling out to his mother, was in her room upstairs, that he will go to bed directly. The young reporter enters the kitchen for a glass of milk. He is opening the refrigerator when the telephone rings. Quickly, he goes into the dining room and answers.
3: Hello? Is this
0: James Olson? Yes, Do you by any chance know Mr. Perry White? Do I? I'll say
3: I do. He's my boss and he's... Mi- Wait a minute. What about him?
0: He gave me a message for you. He
3: did? For me? For when? Where?
0: Well, as a matter of fact, the message was first for Mr. Clark Kent and then for Miss Lois Lane and finally for you. Oh, well,
3: they're out. What about this message? Where did you get it and what is
0: please, it? Please, please, don't be so impetuous. I've had a great deal of trouble about this message already. I've also lost at least two hours of sleep.
3: Well, then, tell me what it is, will you, please?
0: Well, it isn't something I can tell you. I I must give it to you. What do you mean? Well, it's in a sealed envelope, and I never open other people's mail. If you wish it, you must come over here for it.
3: Oh, yeah? Come where?
0: To the newspaper club.
3: The newspaper club?
0: Exactly. I shall be in the library doing my best to keep awake. But hurry, please.
3: Okay, but... But wait, what's your name? How'd you get... Hello? 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 Hung up. Jeepers, I don't get this. But he said he had a message from Mr. White, and he's at the newspaper club. Oh, I promised Mr. Kent I'd stay home, but oh, there can't be any danger there. i better get over there right away.
1: Despite his promise to Clark Kent not to leave his house, Jimmy Olsen grabs his hat and runs out. What will happen now? Who phoned the boy reporter saying he had a message from Perry White? Can it be true? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's path for excitement. The Adventures of Superman.
2: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, when you think of famous names, do you think of Kellogg? You know, that's the greatest name in cereals. And Kellogg makes Kellogg shredded wheat. The tender plump biscuits made just the right size to fit your breakfast bowl. And are they good? Full to the brim with natural nut-sweet flavor. Good for you, too. They're made of nutritious whole wheat. What's more, Kellogg gives you 15, 15 delicious biscuits in every package of Kellogg Shredded Wheat. Try them soon. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.